Welcome to the School for Small Business podcast, where small business owners come to learn the keys to running a successful small business on their own terms. We've been in your shoes, scaling from the basement to the boardroom. We understand the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. And the one thing we know, business doesn't have to be hard. Let us make it easy for you. No business degree required. Join us as we unpack what it really takes to have success. The time, the money, and the freedom that you desire, all while having a massive impact on the people you serve. It's okay to want it all. If you've ever referred to yourself as an accidental entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. We're going to dive into the mindset, the strategy, and everything in between. While you're busy supporting others, let us support you. Hello, welcome back. Today's episode is a quick tip. By that, I mean, it's going to be 10 minutes or less, but super potent. So make sure that you have time in your schedule, either after this recording, after this recording, after listening to this episode or this week, either way, you have to have time to implement. So if you are a brick and mortar business owner, this is one of the concepts that I talk about all the time that I really want to hit home for you. One of the things that you really need to be understanding is how much dollars you are generating per square foot. So when we have a brick and mortar business, one of our largest expenses, well, really the two largest expenses are probably staffing and our cost of our rent. Rent is going up in a lot of places, at least around me. And we are really looking to find ways to maximize how much money we're making. So this is going to be dependent. How much money you make and how much you profit is dependent on how many dollars you can generate per square foot. So this means if you are a service-based business, without jeopardizing the quality of your service, how can you put more services within your square footage that you already have? Maybe if you currently have, you know, let's say like four massage rooms, but they're very big rooms and you're not really making the space, you can start doing the math on what would it look like to maybe knock down a wall? What is the cost of the downtime? What is the cost of the construction? But then maybe you make three rooms out of two. And if you have the demand, so that's the other piece of it, then, okay, do we have a massage therapist we could put in there or could we hire one? What is the demand? Do we have enough demand for more of the exact same service we're currently offering? Then could we make more per square foot? This is not a like, you know, get rich quick, all of a sudden today kind of decision, but that would be one that in the long run, you could start making significantly more. You may also be looking at then expanding your services. Like, for example, you could look at extending your hours. You could look at bringing in, putting in that extra room and having another different type of service that complements yours brought in and expanding your offerings for something that complements the customers that you already have in the door. So that is like a service-based business. You could also look at, you know, how are you selling product? What are you selling them besides just you know, the service that they're in for, how can you generate more dollars per square foot? The same can be said for retail space, how much, you know, how many dollars per square foot are we generating? What, what do we offer? And how can we increase that? So with this is so incredibly important, because when you start looking at it, you start getting creative, you start actually understanding of like, okay, well, you know, this is my, my square footage and this is what I sold this month. And then you understand like, this is kind of my baseline on average. This is what I make, but then you can start saying, well, 
What are my highest selling products and my lowest selling products? What are my highest selling services and my lowest selling services? How can I increase that dollar per square foot so that, you know, despite rent being whatever it is, even if rent goes up, that you are still in a position where you are making significantly more money than what it costs you in rent every month and it's sustainable, right? That is how we generate profit. Our revenue exceeds our expenses. So we have two ways of doing that. One is to reduce our costs or two is to bring in more income. And it's not always just about going out and doing more marketing. It's not always just about like showing up better on social media. That can be a part of it, but it's also looking at literally for a brick and mortar, the physical layout of the space. How do people move through your space? Do you have all your products like hidden behind, you know, a wall at the very back of the office that you only deliver, like have those available for people if they ask about them? Or do you like think of a hair salon where everything that you have is like on display at the front because while people are waiting for their appointment, it's there to buy? right? Some of these things that are just second nature to us when we see them at a store or we see them somewhere that we're going to, some of these things that are second nature to just see that, like there's actually been thought put in behind it, right? People buy what they can see. So if you're saying like, oh, well, I don't really have space at the front for all this stock. Okay. But could you have a display? So people ask about it, right? Being conscious of the point is to sell, but I know I'm going to get people like ruffling feathers here, especially with my brick and mortar people, because they're going to think, you know, Stacy, it's not just about selling. You're right. But to me, selling is, is helping because you're helping them. So for example, a chiropractor may be offering pillows. I'm sure that there's an incredible number of, of patients that you see through a chiropractic office that you're like, man, their pillow is messing them up. How can I sell them some pillows that I'm like, these are great pillows that, you know, maybe um, I seen these like water pillows that are adjustable, like they fit everybody. Or you're like, I really love this quality. Or, you know, here's a machine to help you with your pain at home. Whatever it is, is you're like, you're looking at it in a way that is serving these people, but you're also selling more. And the thing about the selling more is, is as you increase your revenue, you can invest in new products, new services to help even more. You can make sure that you have the rainy day fund that you need so that you're here for the long run. So I don't want you to be scared of the word selling. I want you to be focused on it. I want you to focus on generating more revenue um, and more profit per square foot and also doing it in a way that if you, like the number one thing that I preach to absolutely everybody is that we need to be focused on the customer. So if you come at it with that approach, it doesn't matter how dirty of a word you think selling is. If you are focused on doing something great for your customers, it will be incredibly effective. You can, you can help more, you make more profit and everybody wins. So I want you to think of, take your CEO time once a week, once a month, wherever you're at right now with it and ask yourself, how can I make more without having to expand the space that I'm currently in? How could I make more? What more could I offer? Maybe it's another product. Maybe it's a service. Maybe it's a take home, something to take home with them. Um, you know, maybe they can only come in and receive your service once a month, but maybe for example, um, 
one time I worked with a float company. So they did like um, those floats where you go and you meditate for an hour. Well, people don't always have the access to come, you know, every single day or every single week. But what could you send them home with? Maybe it's some essential oils. Maybe it's, you know, a little kit for their own bathtub that they could buy. That's like, okay, for your in-between coming in, like, what does that look like? You know, maybe it's an eye mask for meditating. I'm not quite sure, but it's like asking what do those customers need in between? So if the if the mission for the people with the float space is to be able to provide the benefits of like meditation and relaxation, if that is their mission, then how do they help serve those people in between seeing them? And if they can then sell something that complements the, their services that they already offer and they do it in a way that is serving the customer, they're increasing their sales per square foot. And that makes the entire business better. It makes them, you know, able to adapt to changing times. If rent goes up, if a pandemic happens, if anything happens, right? It just makes you so much more adaptable. And then you can come at business with this sense of security and the sense of safety because everything is great instead of coming at small business with a sense of fear and um, a sense of like that failure statistic moving. So that is my question for you today. How can you make more per, per square foot, especially when you're a brick and mortar or you're paying rent? Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the School for Small Business podcast. That's right. I'm saying thank you because I believe so heavily in small businesses and how they are the backbone of our community. And I am so grateful that you are taking the steps to make sure that your small business is here for the long run, supporting your family and your community. And I just love it. If you found any nuggets from this episode that were helpful to you, I want to ask you a favor. I want to ask that you share them with a friend because if you found them helpful, somebody else will as well. And it's that concept of the rising tide raises all ships. So please go ahead and share with a friend, whether it's on social, maybe you're sending them an email the old school way. I don't know. You want to send a letter, but any way you want to share, I would just be eternally grateful. And as always, like, please just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat with small business owners.